farmers and the city of Linden working together to put water back into the Nooksack River. When we talk a lot about water these days, it's the biggest issue facing agriculture and really, in some ways, our entire community here in Whatcom County in the Nooksack River Basin. What to do about water? What what to do about stream flows that have been too low when things have been dry? How do we protect fish from that? Um, And at the same time, how do we protect people and fish and farms and everybody else from too much flood water? Uh, Of course, we've talked about those twin problems multiple times, different approaches to this. Another piece of the puzzle is in the news this week. And joining me right now, by the way, this is The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop here on KGMI. Joining me right now is the mayor of Linden, Scott Kortheis. Mayor Kortheis, uh, front page of the Linden Tribune this week. Uh, cow water is, is finally happening. Explain what cow water is for those who haven't been following this project. First, Dylan, thanks for having me on this morning. It's great to hear from you again, and it is pretty exciting news what's going on right now. We've been, I've been working on this project. City of London's been working on this project for what seems like many, many years, but cow water, it's an acronym for condensative whey. So it so doesn't it, mean it, that it's from cows, but even well, though it, it is from, it, from it, cows. It is from cows, but it doesn't, <laughs> you know, it's a play on words. I'm sure some guy sat up some night somewhere thinking, what can we call this stuff and make it funny? <laughs> So, condensate so, of whey, yeah. um, what, what's that? Where does it come from? So, as we all know, we have a dairy gold plant in Linden, and every day we have Milky Way trucks coming into Linden from uh, western Washington and some extent really all of Washington. They bring yeah. milk in, and it gets um, they first t- take off the cream and, and the other heavy solids and then they um they're ended up ended up with a very light fluid and then they um evaporate the water out of that fluid and so we get powdered milk and and basically distilled water and so um for years i've looked at that distilled water saying that's a very clean stream of water we ought to be using that for the city but ecology never really thought we could do that and um, then um, our city attorney, Bob Carmichael, who's really versed in water rights, uh, wrote a paper basically saying this is foreign water. Foreign water means it didn't originate in our Nooksack Valley Basin or the Nooksack River Basin. And and because it was owned by the farmers, uh, it, it becomes foreign water. Um, so all of those Milky Way trucks bringing in 87 to 88% water into Linden and yep. 12% solids. That water now, Linden is going to put in upstream of its intake and claim it as water for Linden. I think a lot of people don't realize, number one, that we have a big milk processing plant that Dairy Old has in Linden. And then secondly, I think even more people don't realize that that plant is a dry milk plant. It dries milk. Like you said, they, they take some of the components off. Um, and most of the water then ultimately is taken out of the milk. So like you're saying, yep. that is water that then yep. what, what's happening with that water right now? Right now it's being, uh, joined with our outfall from our sewage treatment plant and just rejoins the river. And so what we had thought originally, which, uh, was an interesting plan was to get a carve out in the law to say, basically let Linden on the Nooksack River put in some water a half mile downstream from its intake. So the the reach of the river would be about a half mile without this water in it and just claim it by uh, 
you know, two sentences in a law. And rather than giving us two sentences in a law, they gave us $2 million and uh, said, go put a pipe in so that you follow the laws as they're written. And so we said, okay, okay we will do that. <laughs> but it's taken us a few years to get it done because so- we had to straighten out some other pipes and work out a deal with dairy gold. And then we found out some storm water in this condensative way. Cow water was co-mingled, so we had to separate those. But it's been a good project all around for uh, both infrastructure and for Dairy Golden for us. So it's totally clean water that's going back it into is, the river. There's... It, it is totally clean water going back in the river. Yep. What... In fact, if they, they, they extract most of the heat out of the water as well. They have large um, heat exchangers that take the heat out of the water going out and put it in some of the water coming in so that they're using it for cleaning water and other stuff. So anyway, they, most of the heat is extracted from the water as well. Which is important for fish because fish yep, like cool yep. water. So it's good that exactly. they're not just putting any water in. They're not just yep. putting clean water in. They're putting clean, cool water in. And, and yep. that's what the, the system needs. Like you said, the rules didn't really fit with what you were trying to do, but this was, this was your idea initially, right? It, yeah, yeah. Has anybody yeah. else, has anybody else done this or how did you get this idea started? Not that I'm aware of. I, well, and how did the idea start? Cause we, cause Linden has been using more than it's 1800 acre feet of water for quite a few years, but we had an agreement with ecology that we could do that as long as we met with them quarterly and every quarterly, every quarter, we talk about ways that Linden was looking for water. And early on, I said, "How about the water from Derrygold? Why can't yeah. we use that?" And and then I I always bounced. I I mean, I would go to the meetings. I've never heard no said so many times to me so interestingly. But anyway, I had all these ideas, and they kept saying no, no, no. And finally, the door cracked open one day, and they said yes. And and then we started pursuing this idea even more. So, and and another thing that we've always said included in these meetings with ecology is the Department of Health, because there are water associations around Linden that have um, not the best water. We'll just put it that way: yeah. not the best water. And Linden's more than willing to. Um, you know, give them clean water from our water treatment plant, sell each association some water, and they will have clean water, but we need the water to give them. And so the uh, Department of Health has put a little bit of pressure in the Department of Ecology to say, give Linden more water so we can help mm. the associations around Linden as well. Right. So. Right. Again, we're talking with the mayor of Linden, Scott Court Heiss, here on The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop. For people who don't know him, his background is as an engineer. So it makes sense that you would think through these these systems that way. That's right. Yeah. Well, engineers, we're taught to solve problems. We don't just bring them up. We, we, try, we come up with solutions and we keep trying with solutions until we find one. And so... We found this one. I've got a couple of others percolating in the background as well. That you know, <laughs> because we we continue to need more water, and and um, there's some interesting ways we can get more water for the city of Linden. Well, one thing that you and I have talked about that the city is also working on is a MAR, right? A managed yes, aquifer yep. recharge that you guys are working on. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's it it this whole situation is going to take creative thinking and problem solving to that's to that's deal with. right. And another one that I guess I'd like to think about it with the general public as well is that um, we had severe flooding last November and and um, the water comes out of the hills. And if we could if we could store some of that water rather than let it come down during the flood events, uh, then we could use that water during low in-stream flows in the summer and help the salmon out, but also help us out in these flood events where we could store the water and 
and set it aside for future use. Uh, it's it, um, You can do it with a MAR, Managed Aquifer Recharge Project, but uh, the, the volume of water we're talking about is significantly more. So we need some fairly large storage facilities yeah. up in the hills somewhere. But these storage facilities uh, would be roughly, I heard the other day, roughly the size of the ag use of water in Whatcom County. So think wow. of having that much extra water stored. We could run it down, say, the South Fork during the summer months when it is running extreme low. It would yeah. be stored in a lake-type facility, so it would be cool water. Uh, there's a lot of good things here. So we've got to work with the tribes. We've got to work with ecology uh, and the other uh, state departments and see if we can come up with creative ideas which will solve both flooding and our water shortage issues in the summer. It, storage. Uh, the conversation keeps coming back to that as being a bigger solution than most. I mean, there's lots of other things yeah. that have been talked about. That's something that uh, we have urged. And and again, yeah. I, I work with Watkin Family Farmers, Dylan Honkoop here, talking with the mayor of Linden, uh, Scott Courtheis. You know, we're, we're saying we should look at all options, and there are several of them, but we keep, with all the things we keep talking through, we keep coming back to water storage as being such a, yeah. an important thing to pursue. And it's also interesting to hear uh, some of the back channel conversations where that whole idea was virtually verboten uh, until last uh, fall's flooding disaster. And yep. suddenly yeah. it's like the ice on that idea is starting to thaw where people are at least willing to consider it. And that's, yeah. you know, as an organization, you know, speaking for Watkin Family Farmers, that's what we're looking for is let's at least pursue the option rather than yeah. dismissing it out of hand. Let's say, OK, what would it actually look like? What would it do? Let's weigh. You know, there will be pros and cons to any approach. Let's weigh the actual pros and cons here so we can make an educated decision rather than dismiss it out of hand. I know you had urged a similar thing you along with the the mayors of the other small cities the north whatcom uh small cities uh caucus um had sent a letter uh, and we talked about that i think that was last time i had you on the show a couple of months ago yeah. um to the state saying hey um rather than messing around with a, a multi-decade legal wrangling fiasco called a water rights adjudication how about we get working on some of these solutions right now um and, and prioritize protecting people and fish, uh, our communities, and, and farming. What, what has uh, the city's experience been since, since that happened? I heard that you, you know, initially we talked about you got some response, and they said they were going to come yep. out and visit. What, what's come of that since then? As a matter of fact, last week we were on the riverbanks with uh, the four departments, uh, Ecology, uh, Washington uh, Department of Fish and Wildlife, uh, DNR, and Ag. And um, no ideas were thrown out. I mean, there's always complications with all of these ideas. But right. um, in my mind, complications just may, may take a more technical solution. But this, but anyway, they, they hey, they all came through and they all came out. And we had uh, the group of mayors uh, with a couple of other city officials. We were out with them uh, just a week ago Wednesday and uh, had a great visit with them. Um, and I think it helps for some of these people who live in Olympia or other places down south. They don't realize the devastation that we saw. Yeah. But when you drive into Sumas and you see water lines on windows at mm. the four or five foot level mm. and and the mayor of Sumas, uh, um, Mayor Bosch, says, you know, half the houses in Sumas are still empty from the flood. It's like 
that's a reality check for some people that yeah. oh this this is they're not kidding about this yeah. was a horrible event sadly for and, those of us who have been following a, this uh half the houses is an encouraging number because we knew that yeah. number was as high as 80 percent or more at one point f- immediately yeah. following the flood yep exactly oh, so man. so we're making great progress but it's um it but it, to, to have out of towners out of out of the county people some of these people were local but to see it and 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 i get you know <clears throat> when we have um in everson when you're sitting in everson um city hall which is less than a quarter mile from the river and you're in the fraser river watershed that's it <clears throat> that's a phenomenon that's really unusual yeah and um and then when you tell people we had a river running through these areas a river mm-hmm. they you know it's, it's hard to believe but it, it all happens <clears throat> it happens every couple of years lately yeah. so it's not good yeah well it, it's something has to be done i think most people uh at this point agree uh, yeah, about yeah. this and again the issue is not just too much water it's also not enough water it's both of those problems within a single year's time or you know much less than a year as we saw last fall so yeah, yeah. it's not a shortage of water it is a water management issue so how can what strategies what technology what approaches can we use to better manage the water in the nooksack river basin yeah. to protect uh, families, fish, and farming. Um, that's what I've been advocating strongly for. Uh, that's I know that's what you've been advocating for as well. And again, we're talking with Mayor Scott Courtheis, Mayor of the City of Linden, here on The Farming Show. I'm Dylan Honkoop with Whatcom Family Farmers. Um, back to, uh, before I let you go, back to this, this cow water thing. Um, yep, yep. actually being able to document the water in, in some ways, that's a full circle thing. Cause a lot of that water, it comes from, you know, the feed that cows eat and the water that they drink, yep, then yeah. it's in the milk, <clears throat> then it's dried and pulled back out and actually goes to benefit the stream. Uh, yep. where, where's, where's the process at now? You talked about doing construction and getting some funding for that. People yep, have been we, noticing yep. the activity on, on the Hannigan just before the uh, Nooksack River Bridge there. Yep. So over the past couple of years, we've uh, extended the, the pipe from down 4th Street. And with the development that's going on in Riverview, we, when we put Riverview in, we put the piping in place. And then we used um, an existing water line uh, on uh, uh, adjacent to the Hannigan. So we won't be digging up any of that area because nice. there was an existing 12-inch line down there. And then we're going to hook that up as it gets closer to the river to a new 18-inch line. That will be put in in the next month or so. Uh, we'll be boring underneath the Hannigan on the approach to the bridge on the north side. And then uh, when, we, when the fish window is open in July and August, uh, Strider Construction will put the final outfall into the river, and that will complete the project. And then sometime, I'm thinking probably in late August, maybe September, we will flip the valve, and there are flow meters on this line. And from that day forward, we will count the water for Linden. Awesome. So this is just one of many, many solutions that are needed both in the water supply and water management realm, but also the legal water rights realm. So yep. what, what will this mean for the city of Linden's position uh, with legal water rights? We have 1,800 acre feet, and we're going to get about 380 more acre feet from this project, which will put us over more than what we need for our legal water rights. Um, and then, as we, as we mentioned earlier in the call, we're working on uh, these MAR projects, and if they work like plan, we're going to yeah. do two tests this summer. We're going to start looking for uh, test areas. 
And um, once we find these areas, um, there's a lot of water that can be put through a managed aquifer recharge. And we, the city of Lennon is willing to claim only 10% for our use and 90% for in-stream flow. So, wow. um, and if we, if they all work like planned, that will be a significant water piece for Linden. Um, but I mean, Linden is looking for, uh, well, Linden, the city of Linden runs on 1800 to 2000 acre feet a year, put it in perspective, a flood event, we would like to store 70,000 cubic Let's see, 70,000 acre feet as uh-huh. opposed to our 1,800. So it's like our annual use times, you know, like 35 or something. Crazy. I mean, so you, wow. you know, but and and then we have to collect all that water in a probably a 30 hour period. And, so, and that would probably be just literally a drop in the bucket compared to the overall amount of flood Yeah, we're water. talking 15,000. Now I'm going to switch units on you. 15,000 cubic feet per cubic feet per second flow of a 50 to 60,000 cubic foot flow in the river. Wow. 50, yeah, 50, say 50,000 cubic feet. So we would take take it down from 65 to 50 and that would that would really minimize the flooding in Everson, Nooksack, Sumas and then the Sumas River basin in Canada, which really got hammered this time. Yeah, no kidding. Well, keep up the good work. I like the creative thinking. And the tenacity to make it happen when the powers that be oftentimes say, oh, no, you can't do that. You guys didn't let that shut you down. You said, we've got a creative solution here that makes good sense. Let's figure out a way to make it work. This is what we need to be focusing on. Again, the mayor of Linden, Scott Kortheis, with us this morning here on The Farming Show. Uh, Mayor Kortheis, thanks for your time. We really appreciate it. And and thanks for all the good work uh, that you continue to do on this issue. And thanks, Dylan, for all your good work in the community as well. Thanks for supporting our farmers and supporting our local economy. Really appreciate what you do.